This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this evening. We are being delivered to you by Ison's Family Pizza, also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Daring's Incorporated, Fleetwood Chevy Buick, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, here in Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Bake Sale. Our first guest this evening is Aaron Trenkamp. Aaron is the fifth-grade uh, girls basketball coach at uh, St. Louis. Uh, coach, tell us about your team this year. Uh, hey, Ron. So um, our girls actually went 7-0 uh, and on the season, um, and we got – all of our games in, even due to the uh, some schools not able to play due to COVID, um, but the schools that did have a team, we were able to either make up games or fit them in somewhere um, to finish out our season. Uh, so coming out uh, 7-0 is a pretty good way to start for a, a fresh group of fifth-grade girls. Um, and our sixth-grade girls, who are coached by Brent Young, but I did get some stats on them also. Um, they went seven and zero on the season, also, and they were also undefeated last year. So they are on their second undefeated season of the of their careers at St. Louis. So off to a good start. Tell us the names of the young ladies that uh, played for you, and then any of the ones that you know that played for Coach Young. Okay, um, so for fifth grade, we had uh, number five Grace Copley, number fifteen Haley Weisenbach. 20, Jersey Trenkamp, number 21, Mary Tara Wanstroff, number 24, Sophia Lysing, number 32, Maddie Dierkman, number 41, Aubrey Baker, 42, Maggie DeCalvey, 43, Ava Becker, and we had a manager, Alejandra Schutte. Um And then for sixth grade, they only had four girls that um, came out to play for them, and we had Belle Young. Uh, Gina Grody, Riley, uh, Riley Siegel, and Olivia Lysing. So I know that uh, when we uh, talked to you before uh, we set this up, you said that uh, you had to move some of your girls up to help them out so that they could uh, feel the full squad. Yeah, so when six, uh, fifth grade girls would play um, uh, during our game, all of them, and then uh, we started the season off with all of them playing up for Coach Young also, um, and then that kind of got a little complicated with playtime and stuff and trying to keep all of his girls in um, because I felt like that was important. It was their game to play. Um, so then he would take about three or four girls off of the fifth-grade group to kind of dress up and play um, because we knew we had to fill one spot for sure, and then sometimes uh, we had two or three other spots to fill. So just depending on the week and the and the day, um, they did uh, step up and play for him quite a bit throughout the season. Uh, Coach, uh, talk about some of the young ladies uh, that uh, I think you gave me all the young ladies. Who who were some of the uh, young ladies that led your team? Um, so for fifth grade, Jersey and Maddie and Aubrey um, all played travel ball before, so they kind of went into it. Um, 
with that the confidence of the game and kind of knowing what to do. And the other girls um, kind of valued that and looked up to them at the start. And then I had um, a few girls like Haley Weisenbach and Mary Carol Wanstross who just stepped up to the plate and and hopped in where needed um, because we had Maddie Dierkman who kind of went down with a, a broken wrist towards the beginning of our season, um, which was vital for us. But all these girls stepped up and made it happen um, and realized that we, we still had to go on and play. Um, and Maddie was able to come back our very last game and finish out the season with us, which was huge. Um, and the girls were super excited about that. But overall, I can say I had nine girls, and out of all nine of them, every single one of them was valuable to me. Um, they all worked well together. I um, have coached quite a few years now, and it's really hard to say that you come across the team where everyone um, plays for one another and is a team unit. And this group of girls, I'm telling you, um, they, they value one another, and they, they know that each person has a strength. Um, and they just figure out how to use those strengths and go. Um, so it was a pleasure to coach them, and I'm excited to see where they go. Um, and I know Brent said that Bell and Gina were his leading scorers. They usually had about seven points per game. Um, and, again, all four of his were they played unselfish and played for one another, um, and they were very uh, inclusive with the, the fifth-grade group. They never looked at them and thought, well, man, why are they here? You know, they, they knew that they needed them. They included them. And, man, they just, they they really embraced um, whoever they got. And they went as a team. Um, and Gina, she was on the, he called her the floor general. He, she was always finding open players. And she was taking good shots herself and just going out there and doing whatever needed to be done out there on the court. So we had really, overall, we had a, Two great teams that played selfish, unselfishly for whatever needed to be done. Uh, Coach, who did you find uh, to play uh, at this level, uh, mainly uh, parochial schools, or were there some mixture of, of teams? Yeah, there's typically just other Catholic schools in the area. Um, we don't really get into like East Central and Greensburg and, you know, those types of schools until about 7th and 8th grade um, because most of them just don't have a 5th and 6th grade team. Um, so, yeah, we're, I mean, we're looking at just from Greensburg to North Vernon and Aurora, that area, um, the Catholic schools that are local, and we just all kind of pull together to have a 5th and 6th grade team. Coach, what were some of the highlights uh, of this season? I know it was a relatively short season in terms of seven games, but what were some of the highlights? Yeah, uh, it was short, so um, we didn't, you know, in fifth and sixth grade, you don't really play in any kind of tournaments or anything like that. Um, but I would say playing for our group, St. Nicholas was, we only won by two points um, the first time that we met up against them. And that was after um, that week of snow days that we had where we really weren't in school for almost a whole week. So you go back in on a Monday and you have a game right away and you have a practice. Um, and our girls, it showed a little bit, you know, a little rusty on the shots and passes and things. But, you know, St. Nicholas was in the same boat as us. But, um, man, they were giving us a run for our money, and we were actually down. 
and towards the end we decided to kick it back in gear and we shut um, one of their that Lily Maple that plays for them down and so that we could get in there and score some baskets and keep them from scoring to, to pull off that two-point uh, victory. So then we had to come up against them the very last game of the season, and we were thinking our girls went back into it, and they were super nervous because they knew that they were going to bring it um, and that they were going to try for that victory. But we were able to uh, – we went into that one knowing exactly what we needed to do, who we needed to shut down, and and offensively – we knew that we needed to put the ball through the hoop earlier instead of later. So um, that that was probably one of the highlights for the fifth grade. As far as sixth grade goes, um, I mean, honestly, they I don't know that they really necessarily had a game that really gave them any kind of um, issues or anything like that. Um, their biggest thing was just trying to make sure all of their players on their team, um, all four girls, that they were available um, scored a basket, or including the fifth grade girls that that played up. They just wanted everyone to score. Um, so a highlight there was just making a season happen for them because, you know, when you only have four girls, sometimes you wonder, are we even going to be able to play any games, um, or what what the outcome is going to be. So uh, they fought through a lot of things with kids having quarantine and injuries and all the things. So that sixth grade group, I would say they're. Their highlight was just managing to, to get all seven games in um, and doing it while being undefeated. So, Coach, at this uh, level, it takes uh, a lot of help from people to make everything happen. Who are some of the people you'd like to thank? Yes. Uh, so Diane Dierkman, um, she assisted me this year. And, well, I would like to just say she was, you know, pretty much a coach. Um she was at the practices and stuff with me, and tell you if, it, if I didn't have her there, and Brent Young was there, a lot of the practices, um, and it, it's just you know all that fundamental work that has to happen, and and trying to work on offense and defense at the same time, just having a couple extra set of eyes there was always really really helpful. Um, so I have to give a huge shout out to her for for being there and and stepping up to the plate and helping me out. Um, I had Sarah DeCovey and Nathan Wanstroth who stepped in to keep my book for me. Um, and I know that's not a job most people like, um, but they just stepped right in there with no questions and did it. Um, for I would thank Brent for just working with me um, and letting us help the sixth grade group out and kind of figuring out, you know, offense, defense, all that stuff together um, to make less confusion for the girls. Um and, of course, Mike Burkhardt, our AD at St. Louis, uh, for always allowing me to coach first and foremost. But um, just being on board for letting us combine and working together and all the things. Um, and the principal, Patty Maurer, she did a great job of always involving the athletics in her school day and making sure that the athletes knew that she knew that they had a game or she came to the games to watch them and stuff. So um, she was a huge role. And, of course, all the parents of these athletes were supporting us and bringing, letting their kids play and coming to the games and picking up from practices. I know it's a trying thing, especially if they have siblings, um, but that parent group was amazing. And, and the girls for wanting to play and enjoying it and just being willing to fly with whatever us coaches came up with. Um, and then 
the good man upstairs because we know if, we, uh, if he wasn't there with us, none of this would be possible. So, Especially in 2020 and uh, 21 with uh, COVID and all of the uh, things that it caused uh, problems, as you said, during the year. Yeah, we really, I mean, we only had a couple quarantine situations, and and it was usually just one or two players at a time. Um, and I don't know that we ever actually came up against another school that had to quarantine. It was more the snow kind of got in our way um, versus COVID, ironically enough. Um, yeah. And after that That's week of snow hit, man, we were good. So, yeah. good. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, we're we're just uh, chomping at the bit for next season. So, um, nope. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, thank you again. Uh, I know I tell all the people that work with the younger kids, it's very, very important because you get the fundamentals and you get them interested in the game and you get them on the right track so that uh, later on when they're playing at the high school level or beyond, uh, they're able to do it. So thank you so much for for that effort. And I know uh, this is quite a few years already for you uh, at St. Louis and handling uh, girls basketball. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, and uh, we hope to see you next year. All right. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dial and Streaming Live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. Are you doing keto or following a no-carb, low-carb diet? Ison's Family Pizza has your pizza solution. Introducing our new zero-carb crust. It's an 8-inch crust of chicken breast, olive oil, salt, and spices. With pizza sauce or a house-made ranch and cheese, it is a 5-carb delight. Along with our gluten-free cauliflower crust, we have your low-carb options covered. Now available online at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Get customized care with any mess with Whirlpool Top Load Laundry Pairs at Garings. Easily pre-wash clothes with a built-in water faucet or create up to 26 of your own wash cycles. Also, help prevent over-drying your clothes with sensor drying technology. Garings will install and remove your old appliances at no extra charge. Stop down and see our Whirlpool display. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. We are here to help you with all your new or pre-owned purchases as well as all your service and parts needs. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. That's right, it's free with Fleetwood. Stop in from sales to service to parts to see what's new and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We are back and joining us now is Patrick Hoke, Solberg Academy Athletic Director. And uh, uh, Patrick, tell us how things went during the winter at OA. Well, I think they went pretty well um, for all of our winter athletes having to battle uh, COVID delays, um, COVID cancellations, um, and then also... Um, having to deal with limited fans or, or even for our swim team, unfortunately, 
uh, a lot of their away meets, they didn't have any OA fans, and a lot of parents were having to watch on YouTube. But um, overall, very good high spirits, fire student athletes. Um, they were understanding. Our parents were awesome as well, along with our coaches. Um, you know, it'd be you know th- two o'clock on a game day, and I had to go up and break the bad news. Um, but they they took it as as best as anybody could as well. Um, our our boys basketball team, man, they they really put up a fight um, in sectional against number six Morristown. Um, I, I still relive that shot by senior Will Freeland. It it, it kind of haunts me because I was sitting there with uh, with Ace Mormon and we were watching. We still we still can't figure out the physics of how Will's shot came out, um, which would have advanced them um, on to play the Eagles of Jacksonville. But overall, the, the boys team had a very good um, season. Um, the girls basketball uh, coach Feller in his first year, I think, did a wonderful job uh, building a, a, a great culture for the girls. I know a lot of them at the end of the season. Um, they may not have won a lot of games, but and they, they had a lot of fun. They built a lot of friendships, and they really start building um, a winning culture there. So, again, I think Eric did a great job of uh, putting them in position to um, give Jacksonville a run for the money uh, in sectional to, to begin it. But overall, very good. And Cap um, Ryan, our coach, our swim coach, she had a couple kids advance to um, the Saturday preliminaries of sectional. Um, she had Elizabeth Gigrich, who's a junior advance to Saturday, and then also she had Charlie Furlow and Tyler Wiesefeld advance on to the Saturday prelim. So overall, I, I'm, I'm very thrilled for how it went, and, and I'm looking forward to, to next winter already. Coach, you opened that new gymnasium. I know it wasn't like you wanted it to be full of uh, people, but uh, that had to be a great atmosphere even with a limited number of people. Oh, it was. I mean, just for a lot of teams that had never been on campus or for their first time back in a while, um, it, it was awesome to see them walk in and kind of their, their eyes light up and, and just the compliments we got uh, from the, you know, not just our home fans, but the visiting fans as well. Uh, just the, the history, as soon as you walk into the lobby, you see all the murals with some of our past great athletes like Kurt Eckstein, uh, Jake Johnson, um, and then Allison Storms being the first female cook, kicker in um, L.A. history. Uh, they're, they're right there in center um, in the lobby area. But then also uh, that, that gym floor, I mean, that, that is, I think, probably one of the coolest things we have. Um, if, if you haven't been there, obviously feel free to stop by. But uh, we really want to incorporate the uh, city or the, the town of Oldenburg. Um, and the cool thing is when you, when you really pull in from any direction, you see those spires right away. So we actually have those stained on the floor. And that was some of the first things that people recognized when, when they came in. They thought that was really cool. Um, you know, just even, even outside of athletics, um, the gym has been able to be used for, for a variety of things. Uh, we currently use it as our, uh, our, our lunch, our concession stand, and then also for our cafeteria. Um, we feed all the kids out of there, and then the juniors and seniors weed in there. Um, the seniors weed up on the mezzanine. So it's been, it's really helped us out. We kind of look back on it pre-COVID, and we say, what would we have done without this building? Um, so just all the way around for OA, it has been a blessing um, that we can never have imagined of getting uh, once COVID hit, too. Coach, I know this, uh, looking forward to this spring and days like today, uh, make you feel good about uh, spring athletics. Uh, I know right before I went on the air, I came from uh, Batesville track practice, and uh, you're getting the feeling of uh, spring out there on a day like today. I know your baseball team is ranked very, very high in preseason. Tell us about the spring sports coming up. Yeah, today it, you, you we kind of got uh, we got we got a tease on Saturday about the weather, and then you woke up this morning, it was 30 degrees, and 
and everybody's thinking it's going to be another cold, dreary Indiana day, but it really uh, opened up, and um, these warm days, it makes me excited for um, all of our spring teams to be able to finally compete after not being able to compete last year. Um, you know, our, our track team that's led by uh, Shane Capitelli, uh, Rod Martin, and then Andrew Ailig, they're doing a very good job with those athletes, um, getting them prepared for either their long-distance runs or they're working with Coach Martin. They're, they're usually our throwers. Um, and we got a lot of new faces. Some kids that didn't play last year or were even on the radar to play, and then this year they, they decided to come out and um, expand their horizons on their athletics. So that, that's very exciting to see. Um, our, our softball team, uh, we actually have a new coach, uh, Randy Shepner. He's uh, first year in. Um, he's looking. It's a small team this year, right around 10, 10 girls, but, hey, all you need is nine to play. So we're very excited, and Randy's excited, along with his coaching staff and Jill Weber and, and Mark McSavage. So they're, they're excited. They were out um, at LA today. They hit inside because the field was a little too wet, um, but they got out and, and did some tossing and, and hit in the cage. And, um, again, I'm, I'm very excited for Randy and this new opportunity. Um, and, and also, I mean, the, the biggest program uh, that has had the recent success has been our girls' tennis team with Mark Wilder and Bill Wontrock leading the helm. Um, they've been to uh, six of the last eight semi-states, um, and that includes no semi-state last year. Um, so they're looking to get over that hump. They, they do have a little less girls. they got about 12 girls this year, um, but I know that they're going to be ready to take on any challenge and we look forward to them getting to the, the semi-state into the Final Four and hopefully get over that hump of getting to the state championship game as a uh, as a team. So we're, we're really excited for that. Um, and as you mentioned uh, before, our baseball team, um, you know, the, the previous polls came out, and um, it's kind of wearing a lot of different hats at the same time for me. Being an alumni and, and, and playing baseball at the academy, very excited to see where this program's grown. Um, in the last 10 years, uh, we've never been ranked uh, this high to start the preseason. Um, the coaches poll had us number two, um, and not we weren't too far behind Daleville, which was very surprising. And then the uh, PBR Indiana that does all the recruiting and, and showcases everything, they came out and, and ranked us number one. So it's, And then as a coach, you're really trying to downplay it a little bit because you don't want it to go to the kids' heads. Um, you want them to come out and, and, and work every day and, and just grind it out and you know, really at the end of the season, you know, we tell the kids after every practice, hey, you know, the ISA isn't coming around and handing out, you know, um, state championship trophies for preseason rankings. You got to go out there, earn every single, uh, earn every single win, and you got to be able to come in and get better every single day. And, you know, being a small school, you may come in as a shortstop and we may need you to play third base or the outfield or something. So just being flexible with uh, the coaching staff and, and getting to that ultimate goal of, uh, of every sport at the academy, which is to win the state title and, and be one of the first team sports to win it. Um, and then you have golf. Um, Coach Maple, um, Tim Maple, he's leading the, the boys' golf. He's got um, he's got about five kids this year, which uh, Drew Wagner, he's a senior. He advanced to uh, regionals uh, last or two years ago. He missed the cut to go into state by four strokes. Um, so I've been talking to Drew about that, just asking how he feels, and he feels very strong this year. And we're hoping that he'll be able to get over the hump and get into the state qualifying meet um, for boys golf. So all, all the way around, our, our our spring sports that we're offering are are, are unbelievable, uh, unbelievably talented. And we're as an AD, I, I'm excited. I know the whole OA community is excited, and we're uh, we're we're hoping to see that last year. Uh, you know, it's it's done and gone, but we're turning the page again this year, and uh, hope for a lot of successful teams this year. Um, short-term plans uh, for the academy. Uh, are any of those on the uh, uh, 
menu and uh, anything long term that you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, so some of the some of the short term goals uh, that that I had set uh, were to go ahead and when we built the new gym is to, to get it looking like a gymnasium. Uh, we actually are in the process of getting new banners um, for the gym to to showcase our our sectional wins and our semi state wins and just our tournament success. Uh, and then also um, is to get a uh, display case in our lobby area where we can display our um, IHSAA tournament trophies um, and just show how far that we've gone to for each sport. So, um, some, you know, just to make the gym a lot, a lot more homier and, and allowing the kids and all of, all of our patrons to come in and see all of our success too would be awesome. Um, long-term goal, uh, definitely uh, um, updating our weight room. Um, that is definitely a long-term goal. Um, you know, right now the, the weight room looks about the same than when, when I was there as a student back in uh, 2010. So getting that updated, get some updated equipment, and, and possibly uh, the long-term goal would be to move it over onto the mezzanine um, on the felt house. Obviously, with COVID-19, that really kind of put a halt to the plans, um, and we're kind of using it for a multifunctional space. But ultimately, uh, the long-term plan is to uh, get the equipment up there and making that more of a weight room so that way it's more of an athletic facility and um, we have, you know, equipment up there and allow our strength and fitness coach, Shane Capitelli, uh, again, he does a wonderful job with our athletes, um, getting them ready uh, for their next sport or just keeping them active too. So we, that, those are some, that's a long-term plan and, and a long-term plan too would obviously be getting us into a conference um, for all of our athletics um we, we recently, uh, left the, uh, Mid Hoosier, uh, football conference, um, excuse me, the Mid Indiana football conference, uh, this past season. So we won't be in, we won't be in a conference for football. And just seeing it from a different perspective as an athletic director, it was awesome to see our kids, you know, being named all conference and, um, you know, having opportunity to compete for a conference championship. So if, if we can get into a conference and be able to, to be able to compete for a conference championship, that would be awesome for, um, just everybody involved, the conference we join, and then also all of our athletes. So um, kind of got a bucket list of things I want to get done, and um, I'm hoping that I can check some of these off here shortly. Uh, Coach, uh, one of the things that all athletic departments are going through today, you don't want to have to make the kids uh, pay to play unless you absolutely have to. So money-making projects are always on the line for all schools, what are some of the things coming up for OA? Yeah, uh, so right now uh, we have our, our spring sports. The athletes are going to be selling our coupon cards, um, and what that will do is that will help their individual team raise some money. Uh, in the spring, it's really hard for teams to, um, to raise money um, because they're the last of the school sports, but then also there's a lot of – you only get two months, three months with your team, so there's not a lot of time beforehand to, to do any type of fundraising. So this is a way that they can do it in season. Um, so the coupon cards are $20. Um, they're good until October 31st of 2021, and they can be used um, over and over again at, at local uh, restaurants or local uh, merchants that are on the back of the card as well. Again, they're 20 bucks each kid. I'm just asking uh, each – of them. Um, so it's about $100 worth. So we're very excited for that. Um, our, our biggest thing is our golf outing. Um, as, as people know, in the past, um, Oldenburg Academy has always had a, uh, a pro-am over at um, Hillcrest. And with COVID-19 going on last year, um, the head of it 
um, had talked to me as being the Oasis Athletic Boosters president and asked about me taking it over. Um, I, I thought this was a really good idea, um, especially last year and this year with Floyd and Fest not happening. We kind of needed something else to supplement our, that, that lost income. So on June 25th, uh, we're going to be having our first annual Oasis golf outing at Hillcrest. Uh, it is on a Friday. It's going to be a shotgun start at 1 o'clock. Um, there's going to be more information to come, but if you're interested, you can go ahead and contact uh, myself through the school. Um, you can always send me an email, but it'll be $100 to play. And what we're thinking is you'll get some type of um, either golf balls or golf balls and tees or, or something along those lines. Um, and then also we'll be providing some food on the course, too. Uh, we just wanted to make it a, a laid-back uh, opportunity for people to come out and help us raise um, some funds for the Oasis Athletic Boosters because um, they play a big part of, of the products that we put out on the field. Um, they've uh, helped us purchase the yellow bus that we currently use um, and purchase uh, some also the uh, the mini buses. But they've also been key contributors into building the, the new felt house, um, along with, you know, buying equipment, jerseys, just really being able to support the um, other sports that we have so that way they don't, you know, to your point, we don't have to charge, um, you know, an arm and a leg for these kids to play. We, we have some support for them. So, Again, it's a great event. It supports a great cause too, and and we're hoping that um, you know it'll you know grow over the years and it'll become one of our bigger events that we put on. And anything else, uh, Patrick? Before we let you go tonight, that you want to talk about OA? Um, no, just just very excited for this upcoming spring. Um, I'm hoping to see a lot of fans out supporting our our student athletes um, either at Liberty Park with our baseball team or the Plex with our uh, junior varsity baseball team and softball teams um, over at Batesville track for our, our golf team or excuse me our track team and then um, at Hillcrest with our uh, our track team or excuse me our golf team and then also at Batesville courts with our tennis team so we're we're really hoping that it's going to be nice weather this spring. Um, and a lot of kids can get a lot of matches in, but again, we're very excited for what's going on at OA right now. And, um, again, we, we support everybody that came out and support us through the years and we're looking to continue that. Patrick, thank you so much for your time and your enthusiasm, uh, is helping OA, I know, and, uh, best of luck, uh, this spring and, uh, through the summer. Let's hope that the summer is a summer like the old days so everybody can get some practices in, and get ready for the 21-22 season as well. That sounds like a plan to me. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Thank you so much. We will be back. After these words from our sponsor, you're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 and FM Dow and streaming live on radio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. Are you doing keto or following a no-carb, low-carb diet? Ison's Family Pizza has your pizza solution. Introducing our new zero-carb crust. It's an 8-inch crust of chicken breast, olive oil, salt, and spices. With pizza sauce or a house-made ranch and cheese, it is a five-carb delight. Along with our gluten-free cauliflower crust, we have your low-carb options covered. Now available online at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to discuss with their children how you believe your thoughts are helping you achieve your short-term and long-term goals. Talk to them about areas for improvement. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. 
comes to your prescriptions and medications, you want to be able to rely on someone you know and trust. And you can trust George's to fill your prescription right, deliver it to your door, and, most importantly, give you all the professional advice you need. For prescriptions you know and trust, George's Pharmacy. We are here for you. We are here for you. George's offers free delivery to Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRBI. We are back with Johnny Snow's Jacob Garvin, uh, Southeastern Indiana, Y. And uh, Jacob, I know that uh, since we last were able to talk with you, a lot of things have happened. Uh, especially for places like the Y. What were some of the things that COVID did to the Y between uh, 2019 and 2021? Hey, Coach. Uh, Thanks for having me on here. Uh, So, yeah, COVID really changed our game plan. So we ended up spacing spacing the machines out, emphasis on cleaning, lots of new checklists for cleaning, uh, a lot of crowd control as well, so we couldn't have more than 25 folks in an area. But slowly but surely, things are starting to come back a little bit. We were closed completely for a couple months there, but during that time, we did a lot of deep cleaning, uh, all the walls, all the corners, all the little stuff that you can't get into during a like 24-hour during a day, uh, you can't really do. But during that time, we were able to really get down and dirty, per se, so... I'd like to just thank all our staff for kind of helping out and pitching in and doing all that stuff. A lot of people ended up in different jobs that they're not typically accustomed to. So maybe a Group X instructor ended up as a deep floor cleaner. But uh, people all stepped up, so we're all thankful to have uh, our facility back and open again. So we were closed March uh, to May. And then in May, little by little, we started to reopen stuff back up. So... Right now, we're not back to full capacity by any means, but we're working on it. We're trending in the right direction, so we're excited for things to come. I noticed online that uh, the uh, spring uh, program uh, starts in a couple of weeks at the Y. Tell us about that and what that entails. Absolutely. Uh, So we've really revamped our gymnastics and ninja programs over the last couple of years. So Jenny Salyer and Nate Mobley have really done a lot of that stuff. So our gymnastics program has about 60 kids in there, and then Nate's Ninja has uh, about 60 as well. So those are two of the big things, um, gymnastics, just an all-around. Kids getting out of their element a little bit, uh, working on grip strength, mobility, flexibility, uh, cardio. It's really just one of those sports if you're in as a younger kid, it's just going to continue to help you out later in life. The same with the ninja classes. Ninja, Nate has, uh, it's mainly targeted towards boys, but it could be boys or girls. A lot more climbing and running and jumping and stuff like that. But he's, uh, he's really, really good with the kids and he's got a lot of part-time instructors too that help him out as well as Jenny and the gymnastics program. Um, I also run something called Kid Fit. Uh, my background is all CrossFit. So I basically take that and I make it a little more kid friendly. So we might do some lighter weight deadlifts. Uh, my time, I'm running back and forth. We do a lot of box jumps and plyometrics and just different stuff that we try to make it competitive and put it in a fun environment where, where they're all going to succeed. So gymnastics, the ninja, the kid fit, um, those are the main ones that we have in the spring. But like you mentioned, the website, you can check that out, go to that and see all of the offerings. 
anything planned for the summer that is new or different or that you want to talk about? Absolutely. So we have uh, some wide camps this summer, and we're really trying to emphasize those. So the camps, you could sign up for all 10 weeks of the camp, or you could go one week at a time. But it's basically for kids entering grade 1 to age 12. So you can pay by the week, or you can pay for all of them together. But activities are all over the map here, so we're trying to keep them active between swimming, uh, hiking, and camping at John Clare, hiking, fishing, crafts, campfires. Um, special guests are coming. So, and we're really trying to explore the local parks as well. So, really trying to get kids outside and active throughout the summer. Uh, Jacob, uh, I, as you uh, mentioned, uh, your uh, background is in uh, uh, training and uh, fitness in that area. Uh, somebody comes to the Y and says they want an individual uh, program set up for them. How do you go about? How does somebody go about doing that? That's all they have to do. So if they come in to talk to the front desk, um, I'll get those calls or emails or whatever they are. So I'll connect with those people personally. So I have a staff of six other trainers, too, that all are certified, and they do an amazing job. So we kind of divvy them out based off of availability and what people like to do. So shout-out to all my trainers there for doing. Frank Demir is our one full-time trainer. He's down there early in the morning and then late at night as well. And then we have a lot of other people that really, I mean, it's not just people going through the motions. They take the time to, they find their craft and they ask questions. And if they don't know the answer to something, they go and look it up and come back with new ideas to help people get back in shape. I mean, you've probably seen, and with the pandemic, I mean, so many people, including us, that, that fear factor. So people get kind of trapped in their house. So even if you put on a little weight or you feel like you got a little inactive for a few months, um, that's why we're here, is to get people back in shape and get our population, definitely our local population, healthy again. And uh, along those lines, I know that TV always uh, shows us training these uh, huge guys in there, lifting uh, everything off the floor over their heads and uh, showing off. That used to be you, right? Yeah, yes, uh, definitely. Uh, but uh, the training programs that uh, are available uh, vary from uh, very uh, uh, easy stuff for somebody who is trying to come back from an injury or to someone who is getting a little long in years and wants to keep the body in shape. Tell us about some of the different things that they can get involved with there. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, two different extremes here. So you could go with, like, the Olympic lifting, clean and jerk and snatch. You do more sports-specific stuff for kids that are trying to get into basketball shape or maybe getting stronger and faster for whatever sport they do. Um, or the other extreme would be kind of my, my Parkinson's crew or people that basically um, have been inactive for several years or maybe a hip or knee replacement. But those are all the special populations that make the – why so unique and i mean that's kind of why i love working there so you get a diverse population uh for me personally i do olympic lifting with a lot of them and i also run a parkinson's class so it's two different extremes but it's like anything else once you get in there you get your training and you start talking to people and if you don't know the answer you go look this stuff up or find experts that do so and that's what i like about all our trainers that if they don't know they're going to find the stuff out and kind of go from there so and nice. 
you, know, you just mentioned something there that uh, is interesting because uh, I know that I've been involved in track and still am for many, many years, and it's, it never ceases me, uh, the new stuff that comes out, and uh, you think you've got this all down, and then somebody comes up with a new idea or a new technique, and you're able to put it in there, and uh, and uh, you find that as well, I'm sure, in your area. Absolutely. I mean, there's still the battle-tested kind of big three where people squat, deadlift, and bench, um, but then there's also all kinds of sports-specific core training, mobility training, training for posture. So, I mean, that's the beauty of that industry. Uh, just when you think you're getting stale, something else comes out, and it forces you kind of out of your comfort zone a little bit and to get in there and help people out. But and what we always preach is mechanics, get the mechanics consistent before adding any sort of intensity. So try to do that with all of our populations, and so far it seemed to serve us pretty well. I've got a fine young high jumper this year, and I asked him how he learned all this core training stuff, and he told me, he says, I try to get to the why every day that I don't have something else to do, and he said, I learned a lot of it there, so thank you for that, because he's a very good high jumper. Uh, yeah, I mean, stuff he, like that, it's going to stay with them their whole life, so even when maybe you can't jump as high, the basics of what he learned when he was young is going to be kind of his benchmark going forward, so we're happy to help any way we can. Uh, uh, Jacob, uh, otherwise, uh, as you said, you're getting back to uh, more uh, people in there, hopefully with the COVID and the vaccinations and everything going, that uh, by the middle of the summer you can uh, almost say you're back to normal, and uh, I'm sure that uh, when you look out uh, one morning and see that parking lot totally full and you see people running upstairs and the gym being used and the weight room being used, you'll feel like you've uh, overcome this and are back to normal, right? That's absolutely what we're hoping for. So the vaccine has definitely helped in the way the state has rolled it out and it's been pretty transparent in terms of when people can get vaccinated. So we have a big medical community and membership base and we, we look to them, like Dr. Wells, for advice as to what to do next. But you're right. The, the parking lot is already pretty full, but I think that's just because everybody's driving by themselves. So don't let that fool you. It's not overcrowded in there. There's plenty of space for everybody. Uh, Jacob, anything long-range that the Y's got in mind, or are they kind of on hold to see what COVID does before they uh, uh, explore anything else? Well, the two things, one, really promoting our summer program. So child care personnel do an outstanding job of putting that all together. So those camps that I was talking about, whether that's just one week or all 10, really trying to get that going. And then the other big thing, we uh, you drive by the corner of uh, 46 and 129. There's an outdoor sports complex going up. So that's going to be four pickleball courts and then two basketball courts as well. So we're hoping we have a big pickleball population that plays every morning. So we're hoping to have that outside, open up a little more gym space, and also host tournaments and kind of be a central hub for that. I don't know if you've ever played before, but it's a low barrier to entry, and it's an absolute blast to kind of get out there and go. It's just kind of, kind of like a ping pong and tennis mix, basically. But those are the two programs we have, and uh, we should have paint down 
hopefully in the next few weeks and then hopefully be playing next month if uh, all goes according to plan with the weather. Jacob, I can't let you go this evening without, I was reading one of the local papers the other day and uh, they mentioned the uh, state tournament trip by the Batesville Bulldogs and uh, I don't know how many years that's been for you and our team, but I still remember that day and your performance. Congratulations on that and congratulations on that team for what they uh, did for Batesville Athletics and uh, the performance you had that afternoon. Congratulations on that. Hey, thank you, Coach. I ha- actually had a bet with my wife that you were going to bring this up. So uh, <laughs> it, it's still alive and going here 20 years later. But uh, I tell everybody, uh, I remember the whole game until the last uh, 30 seconds. But, but that was a neat time. It was right after the Michael Minster days and all that. So we were classes, but... It was just a team that all kind of bonded together, and we got hot at the right time. So it, it was fun to be part of that, and it's fun to just be back in the community where that's so important because, I mean, I love basketball, and I think I always will. So Big Still always has a near and dear place to me for basketball. Uh, Patrick, uh, it's Patrick. Uh, Jacob, thank you so much. I was looking at my paper there and uh, seeing what I had. Thank you so much for being on with us this evening. I always enjoy talking to you. Uh, know where you live now, so I enjoy going by and seeing the kids out playing and everything like that. So, uh, good talking to you and, uh, best of luck with Hawaii. Thanks, coach. Stop by anytime. Good, good enough. We will be back with more Coach's Corner after these words from our sponsor. This is Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Down, streaming live on WRBRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. Are you doing keto or following a no-carb, low-carb diet? Ison's Family Pizza has your pizza solution. Introducing our new zero-carb crust. It's an 8-inch crust of chicken breast, olive oil, salt, and spices. With pizza sauce or a house-made ranch and cheese, it is a five-carb delight. Along with our gluten-free cauliflower crust, we have your low-carb options covered. Now available online at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Customize care with any mess with Whirlpool Top Load Laundry Pairs at Garings. Easily pre-wash clothes with a built-in water faucet or create up to 26 of your own wash cycles. Also, help prevent over-drying your clothes with sensor drying technology. Garings will install and remove your old appliances at no extra charge. Stop down and see our Whirlpool display. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Jason Tucker, baseball high school baseball coach. And, uh, Coach, uh, how's practice gone so far? Um, practice has been going um, very well so far. It's actually it's quite refreshing having practice now after missing an entire season a year ago. Um, so it's been super great to be able to have all of our guys out there and just getting some work in. And I tell you what, the weather's actually been pretty great so far, which is odd for late March, early April. Um, it's been pretty good in terms of the days we're able to actually get out on the field um, and, and get some work done. So practices have gone great. It's like we haven't missed a beat, and uh, and we feel really good about what we've got coming this year. When do you open the season with games? We open um, this Saturday. It is an away game um, against Rising Sun. Um, so each year we usually start at Rising Sun. We normally have a double header. This year it's going to be a single game. Um, but then on Monday we will have our first home game at Liberty Park. 
um, against Connorsville. Connorsville will come to our place at Liberty Park. Um, at 5.30, so if anybody wants to come out and join, that would be great. And then we're that, after that, we're basically right into the thick of the season because conference play start, starts right there, and just we just keep moving uh, basically until about May 25th when sectionals begin. How many young men do you have out for baseball between grades 9 and 12? Well, we had 31, which actually I was pretty pleased with, with uh, COVID, the COVID situation going on. We normally have about 40. This year we had about 31. Uh, come out, and we've kept um, we've kept 27 in total. Um, so anyway, with with that being said, we've got a full varsity squad, and we've got a full JV squad, and we actually um, have scheduled some C team games as well um, to get our our younger guys some some work too. So we've got enough for three teams, um, which is really good um, in terms of a numbers numbers game. Talk about some of the top players that you got back. I know it's been a full season since you've been able to play actual games, but who are some of the top players on your squad, and then who are some of the newcomers that should help you out? Gotcha. So, um, so I'm really proud of our guys who are coming back. Um, what's crazy is that we won a sectional uh, our seniors freshman year now, and it seems like yesterday, and now these guys are seniors. Um, so uh, some guys we've got coming back, we've got because uh, what's crazy too is that this year, you know, half of our program has never experienced baseball baseball before, our freshmen and sophomores. Only juniors and seniors have. So right now, only on our varsity team, only half of the team actually have varsity experience. Um, those guys coming back for varsity experience, we'll start with the seniors. Um, we've got Sam Begley, who's a pitcher and an outfielder for us, uh, an absolute stud that we're excited to see again. Calvin Sherwood, who will start at shortstop for us. He, once again, another absolute stud um, who, will, who will probably hit three in our lineup and play shortstop. We've got Trey Peters, who has started since his freshman year, and he usually plays third base, but this year he's transitioned over to second base and has done an excellent job transitioning, and I would assume he'll, he'll hit in the meat of our order as, as well. Right now we've probably got him marked in about the number two spot. Um, and then we also have um, Riley Zink, who is a senior, um, who right now will be our number one pitcher and will uh, probably take the mound in, in our conference, big conference games for right now. Um, so we're excited about those guys. Our other guys of varsity experience are Travis Lecker, who's going to play center field for us. He's a junior. And Zach Wade, who's going to be our catcher this year, um, he's a junior as well. But um, those guys we're really looking forward to. Um, a lot of those guys have been hitting the ball really well, so we're excited about that. Our newcomers um, we've got coming, coming on our varsity team, um, we've got a sophomore named Max Bomber, um, and Max is – can hit the ball a, a country mile, so we're excited about Max um, and having him uh, there for our team. And also, we've got a pitcher named Jacob Beer, who will also probably start third base for us. Jacob, um, we, we've seen a lot of growth with him since his freshman year, even missing last year, so we're excited to see him. Cole Warner is coming on to the varsity team, probably going to start left field for us. He's a junior. Um, he, he's a good uh, left-handed bat to have in the lineup. And then also we have um, Will Meir, who's going to be an outfielder for us, um, along with Luke Wilson being an outfielder for us, those guys are they, they every day come into work um, and come into practice, and we're just excited to see how them grow as well. And then we've got a uh, our basically our pitcher only uh, Will Hobby who will be a pitcher as well. So so basically we've got a bunch of great guys um, that we're excited to see um, how things develop. And, and baseball is a is a season of peaks and valleys, and some of these guys are going to have high peaks and. Then sometimes they're going to have valleys, and it's just, you know, whoever can balance us the best usually comes out on top. Uh, Coach, who is helping you with baseball this year? 
Uh, some of the assistant coaches. Actually, we've got everybody coming back, and we've added one. So, um, I, and I've said a lot. You know, COVID makes it made it pretty easy to step away from things because um, you felt, you know, hey, I didn't do this last year. But what I love about our coaching staff is the camaraderie is there, um, and, and truly enjoy not only being with our our players every day, but we we enjoy being with each other too. And it's it's been just a fun time um, for the past six seasons, but. Anyway, my varsity assistants this year are Alex Beer, who is a former Batesville Bulldog uh, baseball player himself. Um, he's been with me all six years that I've been here. Um, we've got Tyler Bertram, who is a varsity assistant as well. He pitched um, pitched at the collegiate level, and this is, I believe, his fourth year with us now. And we've actually added um, our varsity coach named Doug Bertram, Tyler's dad, to our uh, program or to our to our team, um, to our varsity team. He actually was the head coach at one time at Greensburg. Um, he was the head coach one time at South Ripley. He was the head coach at one time at Waldron. Um, so it's great to provide his experience um, with, with our coaching staff. And then our JV coaches, um, our JV head coach is Jason Meyer, who is a Batesville Bulldog. He actually graduated with me when I graduated, um, but Jason has done an excellent job for the last five years at the JV level and just absolutely loves baseball and loves coaching um, the JV level. And then we also have uh, Jake Nuring, um, who is our C-team head coach, who will also assist with JV, um, who, and this is his third year. So what I'm saying is I just absolutely love being around these guys, and I think they're all talented from a baseball perspective, too. I don't think they're just here to hang out. They're here, and they provide a lot of valuable feedback for kids, and they're, they're here for kids um, and just have a blast being around them. So it's a great coaching staff that we enjoy being around. Again, it's uh, unusual that you uh, had to skip a year, but... Uh... Who are some of the excuse me, get these words out. Who are traditionally some of the good teams in the EIAC? Yeah, so that is um, that is a great question. I wish I had the answer for you because I think every team in the EIAC kind of feels the same way. It's a crapshoot right now. Um, so we've got uh, so in 2019, for instance, uh, we won conference in a four-way tie. Um, so. With that being said, that just kind of shows you the competitive that we have. Everybody usually comes in and grinds it out um, each year. Um, and, you know, they're usually competing for that spot. Franklin County, even Greensburg, those guys are always competing for those spots. And even the teams I haven't mentioned, um, those we're all competing for those top spots, particularly this year, with not really knowing or having much background of other teams right now. Anything else before we let you go this evening? I just want to say that we are so excited to be back um, after missing a year. I don't think we all realize how much we missed it, um, and, and the players included. Um, we just missed those, missed those guys, too. We're just happy to be around them on a daily basis. So um, we just invite everybody to Liberty Park on our first home game, April 5th. We also have a youth league night that we do every year, and we're going to do that this year on May 7th, which is actually going to take take part at the Plex. Um, we invite youth league players down, and we invite them on the field and things like that. And it is the 100-year anniversary um, of Liberty Park. And so we are going to do that uh, for base, baseball at Liberty Park. So we are going to have a little celebration when we play Jackson Dell um, and invite some Batesville alumni. So if there's any Batesville baseball alumni out there, please shoot me an email. Um, and, and make sure I add you to our list. Uh, my email is jtucker at batesville.k12.in.us. Um, I would just appreciate, you know, you shoot me an email if you were a Batesville baseball alumni and you'd like to be honored on the day that we play Jacksonville. 
if I'm available that night, I'll be out there because I patrolled left field out there for Batesville High School back uh, before you were even thought about. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we would love to have you out there, Ron. I'm telling you that mm-hmm. we have the pleasure of ours to have you out there. Uh, thank you so much for being, making yourself available this evening. I know you're on a tight schedule, but thank you for that. And we appreciate uh, what you've done for Batesville and uh, sports. And uh, best of luck this season with the Batesville, Batesville baseball team. Thanks so much, Ron. We appreciate the support. Thanks for having us on. Okay. We will be back with a final word after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI. 103.9 FM Dallas streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. Are you doing keto or following a no-carb, low-carb diet? Ison's Family Pizza has your pizza solution. Introducing our new zero-carb crust. It's an 8-inch crust of chicken breast, olive oil, salt, and spices. With pizza sauce or a house-made ranch and cheese, it is a 5-carb delight. Along with our gluten-free cauliflower crust, we have your low-carb options covered. Now available online at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to discuss with their children how you believe your thoughts are helping you achieve your short-term and long-term goals. Talk to them about areas for improvement. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Most people spend 90% of their time indoors, and half of all illnesses are either caused or aggravated by poor indoor air quality. Call Hurt and Elko, your Lennox dealer. Lennox has innovative products like UV lights, air filters, and air purifiers that can help greatly reduce the pollutants in the air you and your family breathe every day. To find out more about how to improve your home's indoor air quality, call Hurt and Elko at 934-4646. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We're back. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, we will be back with you next week. Uh, we're going to share a part of the uh, 6 to 7 o'clock hour with the Reds next week as they'll be open their baseball season this Thursday, and they've got a game next Monday night. We still have three guests coming next week, Brandy Baston who's Milan track coach, Lisa Barnett, Bates High School Spring Musical, and John Schutte, who's with the Southeastern Indiana Swim Club, will be with us next week. We thank our sponsors for this evening. We're being delivered to you by Ace's Family Pizza, Great Plains Communication, Daring's Incorporated, Fleetwood Chevy Buick, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, here in Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free so we want to thank them. We want to thank John for keeping us on the air. We want to thank them for helping us out with uh, this program and all the staff at WRBI. We want to thank our guests this evening. We want to thank you for listening in. Uh, say hi to Audrey and Andrew, as they usually do, and all the other people listening in this evening. We thank you for joining us. We will be back with you next week.
Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.